things right on. Mm. You never know. Design for growing grooming. Ooh, that's very delicate place. <laughs> I've been searching for, for that. Whenever you're ready, Mike, you can start. Ready? Okay, I'm ready. Once you do that, yeah, that's fine. <clears throat> Guys, we are live. Welcome back to another episode of IFTV. We got Mike here. We got Antonio here. We got the long-awaited Gaetano over here that we haven't seen him in so long. We had to pull uh, lost uh, photos for him, but we finally got him over. I felt. I haven't yeah. seen him in like really? two months, I feel like. That's why I was here a couple of weeks ago. I was here a couple of weeks Yeah, yeah. Two, about two, two and a half podcasts ago, I was here. Yeah. It feels yeah. like long. Yeah, just, That's because I care so much about Gaetano. It seems more. Exactly. That's what yeah, it is. Yeah, but when you're not so, here, he says he's like, oh, it's so much I, better with I don't Gaetano. say that. I don't know. He's lying. <laughs> <laughs> he's looking up that. It's true, right? He's lying. guys are all lying. He's like, the only reason why I want Gaetano here is to beat him at foosball. That's usually what he says. Mike, is that true? That's what Mike says. By the way, one on one. Who can believe your son on one? I beat you. Wait, what? The last one, I one didn't even bring up foosball. Why is this? <laughs> I just said I miss you. Now you're tearing me. I miss you too, Mike. Can we cut the crap and just <laughs> over here? Ryan beat you in foosball. Huh? Yes, he did. We'll I witnessed never. it. I Listen, I can it. play Ryan with the, with my hands behind the back. <laughs> How are you gonna swing? Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. <laughs> you're gonna use oh, the manscape. Yeah, but they they really Ryan really beat him. One yeah. game only. One game only. Oh. Out of a series, you you win. I was not. I was not. Uh, not even uh, looking at. I, I want to be here for the next match. For the next one, Ryan's in. Yeah. No, be, that should be good for sure. Boys, welcome back to the podcast. As you see here, we got Manscaped sponsoring this episode again. A shout out to them. We're gonna have an ad coming uh, a little a little while into the show. Uh, after we got, we have so much to talk about. I want to remind everybody, if you're here right now and you're enjoying this podcast, we're trying a new thing where we're scheduling the post in the morning. So you guys know that we're starting at 7 p.m. exactly. So there's a lot of people just waiting for us to go live. Uh, so everyone who's in the chat right now, hit that like button. If you're new to this channel, hit the subscribe too. Uh, we appreciate you. We appreciate a lot of the people coming over from Troops' channel who had us on the podcast. Welcome. We'll Troops' channel? Is that Troop. the guy from Arsenal? From Yeah, yeah he's an Arsenal, Arsenal fan. You're Arsenal yeah. fan? He's from Barstow. Hey, Troop, if you're looking at it, if you're looking at this podcast right now live, I heard that uh, you and I, uh, we're going to have to have a fight. So for some oh, reason, snack. so... Uh, <laughs> So I can't wait to fight you, okay, Troop? <laughs> you want to fight him? Like a fist no. fight? Uh, he knows what I mean. He knows <laughs> yeah, I don't think he knows. Like We're going to have some fun. Thing. We're going to have yeah, some fun, yeah. Troop, okay? Yeah, Jeez. you guys, you two together, you're a little bit too crazy. Together. You're too crazy? That's yeah, what maybe, I like that. I maybe. like that. We're going to have to put you guys in handcuffs or something. So uh, maybe so Troop is going to invite us over there, or maybe we invite Troop over here. He's going to come. He's going to come He's going to come. So officially, Troop, you're invited right here, right now, at the podcast. Okay. That's it. All right, Mike, where are we starting today? We have a lot to get to. Guys, this weekend was uh, a depressing one. Why? <laughs> For Marco. <laughs> na 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 na. Purely so fire. Na 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 na. Purely so fire. You got that? All right. You know what? Even with this, we're not gonna make it anyway. Go ahead. Your turn. Wow. We're not Why gonna make it. We're not gonna make it. Listen. I know it's one day out of 365 days that I can have fun. I'm having fun right now because I know it's gonna be bad news for us anyway. Move. Yeah, yeah. What happened a couple of weeks ago? Pioli was out. He was, he was on his way. He was, he had one foot out the door. Now I didn't say, sudden, but I, I, listen, no, but to me, it doesn't make any. That's what they were reporting, right? That Pioli, oh, he's not going to stay. He's not going. He was number five. You were number fifteen. Ah, he's going to be out of the Champions League. He's not going to stay. Listen, I officially said yesterday in front of everybody that I will take Pirlo over Pioli, even if they begin with a P. P.I. P.I. of them. I will take the P.I. with uh, with the long hair over uh, the guy with no hair. 
Okay, I will take Pirlo anytime over Pioli. You're just messing with us now. Now, now you're just trying to rub it in. No, I'm you're not try, trying, to, trying rub to rub it in. Rub it in I will try. I, I'll tell you the reasons why. I have a lot of respect for a champion. Pioli's never been a champion, so I respect Pirlo. Right. Pirlo, Pirlo is not, not, he's got no fault of his own that he's got a bunch no, of losers. No comment for, for that, that's for sure. All right, go ahead. Should we, should we allow him to start yeah, with... Yeah, go ahead, Gaetano. Go, go keep, start uh, your crime. I mean, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll start with the 3-0. Do we want to do the immediately? We don't the, want to start with it? Yeah, of course. That's the, main, the most important game of the of the week. Start with Inter and then we go to the okay, 3-0. Okay, that's fine. Right, start with Inter. Um, so, Inter, first of all, Inter's chilling right now. They won the Scudetto about 15 points. They played pretty much their B team. They beat Sampdoria too. They beat them uh, five to one. They're looking good. They're playing for fun. It looks like a scrimmage for them. These guys were just uh, doing whatever they wanted uh, with them. And um, I think the important thing. I wish Peter was here too, so he, he Peter's can talk out about in Texas, it. by the way. Yeah, guys. Pete's out. He's Please business. leave him in Texas. Who needs that guy? <laughs> Jesus. But yeah, Inter did get the job done against some uh, Sampdoria. I don't think there wasn't anything too much to say. I was actually surprised how well they beat them. I thought it was going to be a tight game, but I guess this was the first game since they were champions. So I guess when you have that in your uh, in uh, in the atmosphere that you already won, you're just playing free uh, football, playing for fun, and all that Ranocchio stuff. Nokia so pulled off a bicycle kick. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that says it all. Uh, they, they were having fun. That's it. Th- that's one. It looked it looked like some sort of charity match. And when you don't mm. have that pressure, when you know the, the scudetto's over, it was, it was like <coughs> interesting yeah, and, to see and the that atmosphere. Even, and, and they're not even getting paid. I figured that out. <laughs> oh wow. Two months. They're yeah. gonna have two months of their salary is gonna be uh, probably docked. We'll, we'll That's see. That's what we'll they're see. saying. By the way, they they uh, I give respect to Ranieri too. He gave them a, a an honor. What is it called? The Walk of Honor. Oh yeah, when they walked in into the field, there were a guard of honor. on each side, and they went through. He said that he uh, he had gotten it done when he did that with Leicester when he won the league with Leicester. So he gave the respect to uh, to Inter. Ranieri is always a classy guy, so oh, yeah, respect him. Uh, for doing that, but I mean, I mean, I don't know how much there is to really say about this. It's not a match that no. maybe it was just a celebration and enjoyment for them, uh, a lead up until a, you, you know that the game that they're waiting for is to play Juventus by the end of the season. They're just waiting for that one and and going to charge up their energy, make sure that they're yeah. continuing to be able to to score goals in lead up to that match because that's a really one that matters. The, like, re- it matter. the reports are too that Conte is going to rest his players for the next two games. I think for Juve, he's going to play his full, full strength uh, uh, strength lineup. So it's going to be fun for the Derby d'Italia for Listen, sure. Whatever they, uh, they're they going to do and rest, whatever they, they're going to lose against Juventus. So let him do whatever Wait, he wants why do you to do. Say but, that? but right now, they're jumping up and down. They're celebrating everything that I see. They're at the Duomo. They're in Piazza. They're everywhere jumping up and down. But they got a lot of problems. Number one problem is Cash. that the, the, the Zhang the, asked the players not to get the salary for, for two months. Okay? The players are not going to go for that. Mm. I don't know if the union is going to get involved or whatever the thing is. If you have something to do it, to do it privately, go to one of the players and say, hey, listen, we're having problem with money. Uh, you know, can we uh, see your contract? Maybe we can adjust it. And maybe in a year or two, when the things get a little bit better, maybe we can give you a little bit extra here. But to bring it out like this in the open, it doesn't look good for Inter. It doesn't look good for the, uh, for the club. And... Um, to tell you the truth, I don't know uh, at this point uh, what the story is with Marotta, if he's staying, if he's leaving. I don't know what the story is with Conte. The players want to know, am I going to be here with Conte or without Conte? Am I going to play for Conte? Because some of the players now, I guess they're bought into his system and they like the way 
you know, they're playing and, and uh, they want to know what's going on next year. And I tell you one thing, Conte, if he doesn't get what he wants, he's going to have offers coming from a lot of clubs, especially in the Premier League. There's already clubs that have um, they wanted him. So uh, if he doesn't get what he wants, uh, what's going to happen to Inter next year? I don't know. There's a lot of question marks. We had said... Uh, earlier and we said in the podcast a few times ago uh, a couple weeks ago that Inter it was like the closet that you have in your house where the guests are coming over you just shove everything they wanted to just win the Scudetto we knew this was coming out in like January February Um, we knew that that was going to happen but they just banded together and said all right we'll figure it out after we win the Scudetto so that's really you know the the thing that's happening now we know Inter as was you know a lot of Serie A teams and all teams in general were hit hard by COVID um, and, and the financial losses and that. So I think this summer, it's really going to be dependent on if they're able to sell, uh, to get an investment into their company. You know, they're looking at some Americans that might be able to invest some money. But I do agree with you. It, it is a shaky time because, to be honest, if you just won the Scudetto as a player, you're going to tell me to cut two months of my salary? Nobody's going to accept that. It doesn't matter with COVID. You know, you can have some leeway. But I think asking the champions of Italy to cut their salary for two months is probably not going to be something that they're going to take well to. And like you said, Conte too. Conte doesn't care. Conte wants a salary increase, number one. And he's going to want players to be able to buy. Uh, and, and rightfully, rightfully, he wants three players. Wow. He wants three players. Let me guess. Who's, who does he want? Uh, he probably wants a striker, a defender, and a left wing back. Thank you. Yeah. A Gossens, something okay. like Oh, no, sorry. Not not a center back. Uh, goalkeeper. goalkeeper. Goalkeeper, left wing back, striker, probably. Mm. All right. That's can what I, he would want. Can I put my five cents in all of this discussion that is really meaningless? Let yeah, me tell you something. We, we spoke about this, though. No, before. no, let me tell you something what I think. First Let's of all, the walk of, of honor that they gave to them, it was given to them because it was all scripted. It was in San Siro. Because if this game was in Genoa, it was a Sampdoria against Inter, they would never let them walk uh, and, and shake their hands in front of the crowd of the, the Sampdoria. I said, who the hell are you to come in over here and we have to just give you the red carpet welcome to you, first of all. Second of all, the fact that the salary have been discussed right now because this is what's going on in China. Everybody's getting is getting less money over there. Cannavaro, a lot of people that are coming back over there because the Chinese government has said that nobody's going to be making more than three million dollars if you play in this country. Yeah, some of the some of the Am restrictions. Right it's one million or three million, something I, like that. I don't I don't know the exact restrictions, so, but they are having restrictions. So right. it does lead into the problem. Right. But again, it's it's a lot of speculation I'm from sure, our Mar- side. Marco, I'm sure Zhang is under a lot of pressure from there to say, hey, listen, I don't care what you do, whether you won or you lost. I don't think you should be paying those anybody more than this uh, this kind of uh, uh, money. So I'm sure the pressure is getting to them too as far as marotta marotta it can turn in, in in a dime marotta if the wind goes this way immediately you're going to see the direction of marotta is going to go straight there <laughs> so what i'm trying to tell you that nobody over here is playing for the passion of the game they're playing only for money look at what you guys said i will never take a cut on the salary yes you can i never if, said that no, he said that. I said that they I said, won't. Winning the campionato, when you win the campionato and somebody comes to, to, to ask you for a cut on the salary That's right. to review I, the, the stuff. I said that it should have been done privately. You should have gone to the, them privately, put them in a room and said, listen, we're having some financial difficulties. What can we do to adjust your contract? Maybe later on, when we are in the Super League, we're making $300 million. You know, then we can give you some extra money. So, I'm only joking. Yeah, but Gatano, whose who, who style you think comes from to just, uh, you know, to, instead but, of keeping on the locker room? Well, we don't know that they didn't say it privately. No, it's all over the newspaper. It's all over. It's on the yeah, newspaper. But it could be leaked. So don't you think, yeah, think Marotta's got something to do with that? No. 
No, no. I think that this is like you said. They're having some issues in China. I think that uh, some of the the team that they had. I think I don't know if the, the team is still there or is not there anymore uh, in the league. So they have uh, some difficulties. And like you said, they they put a salary maybe cap and say this is what we can spend mm-hmm. and this is what we want to spend. So now it's up to um, to the players, you know, to to accept or not accept it, but. Like I said, the big impact is, is the coach staying? Is Marotta staying? Uh, what's going to happen to some of the players? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, at the end of the day, it's uh, if there was ever a time for the best time for Inter to get an investment, it's after winning the Scudetto. So it's probably the best. It's obviously the best case scenario. You know, if you have to get, you know, an American owner to come in and whether it's a minority or a majority, it uh, doesn't matter. But the important thing is, you know, the ownership has done a really good job up to this point to be able to win for the first time in 11 years. They got Conte, they got Marotta. They need to make sure they don't screw this up right now. I don't know what they have to do, but they need to be careful because it's a delicate moment. You don't want to do have done all of this work uh, and then the next season or this year yeah. to just throw it all away. That's true. You, you have to make sure that Conte Marco, and Marotta stay happy. Let me, put it, let me put it very nicely for you on the table, okay? The reasons why four or five teams in Italy and a bunch of teams in England and in Spain, they were starting with this Super League is because the money is becoming an issue. All of those teams, they are on the red. They're mm-hmm. running a huge deficit. So for some de- for some team like, a, like the Juventus, it, so. running a deficit, it's somehow okay and not okay because those guys, like Agnelli has shown, his real pedigrees, I'm here for the money. His father was a different, a, a different man. This Agnelli over here, it's a different pedigree. It's a businessman. So he wants business first and then soccer. So that's why that's why he went on Pirlo. He didn't want to spend a lot of money. He was not sure about a, you know, the, the, the future of other uh, potential uh, coach coming to Juventus. He didn't want to overcommit himself. And then I said, you know what? This is a year of, uh, of transition. He knew that he had a defense that it was gone already for uh, since the last couple of years. He managed to win the Campeonato with Sarri. Now it's time to talk about Plus and minus. He doesn't want to lose money. Mm-hmm. That's why he jumped into immediately the Super League. And he's one of the, the only team in Italy that has not backed up. Yet. Milan has it backed out. No, he did. They did. They haven't backed out. Them, no, they did. No, yes, they did. I don't think Their, their statement have, didn't man. say that they backed out. Technically. Uh, officially, I don't think. Yeah. Oh, from all this conversation, I'm still stuck with them. And there's also people commenting this too. Gaetano, you said that for the Derby d'Italia, Inter could do whatever they want, but Juve are going to win. And oh, you said, and so, why, why do you, uh, first that's of all, a, that's not even, uh, you said it so sure as if Conte wouldn't spit blood so he can be uh, Conte Juventus. could do whatever he wants, but when it comes to that game, uh, Ju- Juventus, even though uh, I'm going to criticize Juventus for the game that they played yesterday, which you have, they have no creativity, they have no idea what's going okay. on, but for that game, they're going to win that game. Mm. And against Milan, that was another uh, must win they couldn't do, and they lose 3 0. And was the best not a team must in Italy win. right now. The must win is against Inter. This was not a must win. They still. They're still there. Yeah, we'll, they, we'll, we'll they're, still, you, they're still one point away. I'm, I, I'm complete opposite well, from you. You know what? what you're saying. Maybe maybe we should learn to trust Gaetano a little bit because <laughs> sometimes he's a little bit... Maybe, maybe your timeline is not always perfect, <laughs> but you seem to get it right. He's <laughs> a little off a couple months from time to time, you know. But leads, uh, he's leads, right. He's right. When he's right, he's right. That leads me to my next topic. That's, what the they, that's the why they call him this. the great one. <laughs> <laughs> Great with G, right? Uh, that leads me to my my topic, and the main topic right now is Vlahovic, a man who 
Two years ago, when you saw him in training, before we even could pronounce his name, you said that this guy is going to become the next star of Serie A. We messed with you. We joked with you. We laughed at you. We criticized you. I, I was kind of mad, though, because I gave him the breakout start last year. You know, because I listened to you. It should have been for this year. Vlahovic scored two goals against Lazio, which puts him at 21 goals this Serie A season, tied with Lukaku, who everyone will talk about, and deservedly so, but tied with Lukaku and tied with Muriel, who's another guy that we'll, we'll talk about too. An absolutely unbelievable season for Dusan Vlahovic at 21 years old. What do you have to say about it? And what about in Europe? How is he doing in Europe for the uh, for the ones that are older than uh, that were born after 2000? He must be one of the top goal scorers. Oh, no, Holland is top five with like Holland and Mbappe yeah, and Jadon Sancho. Okay. Mm -hmm. So uh, why Vlaovic? Uh, because I, I was with him for two weeks and I saw him practice every day. And I saw that the kid... He was the first one to get to practice. He was the last one to leave the practice. He was running harder than anybody. When the temperature was uh, 100 degrees and everybody was complaining, he never complained. He, he was running and sweating at every play. Mm. And every shot that he took from any angle, he always went to the goal. Sounds like a Conte player. Mm. In the heat, he doesn't mm. stop, right? Yeah. yeah so we should have pushed. That's why he, it comes the intercloset. That's why go. he impressed me. And I, uh, at that point, I said, oh, my God, if I was a Fiorentina owner or a manager I could sell anybody but not this kid wow we should have listened to you when we were doing our interviews and we should have requested Vlahovic right away Gaetano thing is the first season when he didn't score any goals we were like yeah, we kind of making fun of you I'm not going to lie this is like 21 21 yeah I'm saying 20 years old hey maybe Come we on. can talk to Joe we can talk to Joe or Mr. Comiston we, we can see if we can line up an interview with Vlahovic Joe you know, uh, if you're watching the podcast can you just uh, uh who was a favorite? Comiso, yeah. Comiso, there's a video in the locker room with Comiso where there was a video like a while back. I don't know if you guys remember where Comiso and Vlahovic were juggling the ball together. I did, I did. That was you funny. That? That a was while funny. back. And before that, he hadn't scored that many goals. So Comiso told him in the locker room, he goes, look, you see, you started scoring after you started juggling the ball. <laughs> uh, it was a funny video. But in all in, in all fairness, uh, the, the kid's been sensational. One of the best talents I think we could say in Europe sure. uh, at the moment. You have to give him respect. Can we get him on IFTV? Yeah, well that, that's sure the goal. We that's the goal. Them, yeah. uh, we, mess, we, mean, we spoke to him on Instagram, so we'll see. We'll see if we'll be yeah, able we'll to. We get a couple of connections over there. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Joe is Joe. I think is going to be watching either Joe or Comiso. We're going to. But uh, you, you, the, you, uh, you see Comiso most of most of the time. I mean, uh, if I were working the airport, I would just block him, put him on the corner. I said, "You're not leaving from here <laughs> unless you make us uh, uh, interview uh, Blauwich." <laughs> so, uh, having said all that, I do want to say with all due respect, right? with having all due respect, that. having said that, <laughs> uh, I, I do want to say to Vlaovic, this this became a hot topic on our last um, live stream, uh -huh. which was what does Vlaovic's future entail? The three of us were already on, and we had given our opinion. And we'll say our opinion for those that are new over here. But I want to get your opinion. For Vlahovic, do you think that there's going to be offers in the summer for some top teams? Uh, what do you think his price is at? Because now, <clears throat> of course, they were they were talking about the $40 million range. But now, I think it's pushing more to the $50, $60 million euro range for Dusan Vlahovic. What's your opinion on his price? And what do you think will happen this summer with him? Well, uh, he always has said that, that uh, he thanks Fiorentina for everything that they've done to him. So he's been there and he started there. And I think he wants to say, he always said the right words and he wants to stay there once he's up in Florence. So he will, um, it will not be another case that is, he wants to run away. He will want to stay there. 
um, commiso, he does not need the money. So uh, if somebody offers us the money, I don't think that, uh, I think it's going to keep him. The other players and other teams will want him, of course. Yeah, already AC Milan said that they want him. And I'm sure there are some uh, Premier League that are ready to pay some top money, like you said, in the $50 million range. But um, I think at this point, if Fiorentina wants to go to into the Europa League, that, that was uh, the goal, I think, once uh, uh, Rocco got the team, that was the, uh, the objective, they cannot sell him. That's the play that they can't sell. They can sell everybody else, but not him. I, I, so which I do technically, agree with you. Gaetano, why you agreed with me? Because according we all, to we all agree that Fiorentina, from Fiorentina's perspective, they shouldn't sell him. We want for Fiorentina to stay competitive and to be they a good team. Him, you have huh? to keep your stars. But you are saying you were saying at the same time that at 21, if somebody is playing for the Champions League and is looking for your service, you should immediately consider to leave the team. I said the kid was grew, grew up into Fiorentina, was very young. They started the game. He gets he gets the he loves the city. He loves the the, 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 the ownership. Well, he didn't grow up. But he, he embraced the, the Florence as, a, as his, uh, his uh, country for. Uh, you sound like his agent. Country. <laughs> Listen, it's a, the only player for me that I see in Florence where you can build the franchise. You can be so far is the only franchise player that I can see. I don't see anybody else. Milankovic. Nah, nah, no way. No but way. he wants to leave anyway. He said he wants to leave. He said that already. Yeah, he said he wants to leave. So. The the thing is, I didn't say that. You're from Fiorentina's perspective. I wouldn't sell him. What I said was, if I'm Dusan Vlahovic mm-hmm. and I have an Inter that comes to call and says I want you, or I have uh, Manchester City or United or Real Madrid or Barcelona, I said if you have a Champions League team, a top Champions League team that wants to sign you, of course he would want to go. Why wouldn't he want to go to one of the top teams? From his perspective, if you're Dusan Vlahovic and a top team uh, in Champions League comes to you, this is where we got into the disagreement where Michael. And maybe you said that he should stay there another season to develop mm-hmm. in Fiorentina. Yeah, and absolutely. I said that if I was Vlahovic and I got that offer, I would 100% leave and go to the when top team. And Gaetano, what do you think about that? We already said yeah, our stuff, you, but what do you think about that? If you're Dusan Vlahovic, yeah. if you're Dusan Vlahovic, listen, do you, everybody wants to play for a big club. I mean, your dream when you when you dream at night, you dream to play for the top top teams in the world. Now, is he ready to make that step? That's something that he has to decide. Some, some players, they go, they make that step, and then nothing happens to them. Mm-hmm. Actually, they go backwards. Uh, some of them, they go, they make the step, and they are successful. If I was him, um, probably, uh, you know, I would want to stay another year, and then, and then I'll take my chances, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I, I agree with Everyone you, though. I did say it's, it's definitely what's inside of you, but what yeah. I'm saying is that a top player, a player, like you said, that dreams at night, when you have the opportunity and you see on the horizon that I could say yes to this team, this top team, you do not know what happens next year. You do not know if you get injured. You do not know if you don't have another great year where you score 21 goals. You don't know. There's always that next kid. Holland came out of nowhere in a couple of months, and all of a sudden he was a top prospect in Europe. You don't know if that void is going to be filled at another team, and you risk going down. I do agree with you, though. If you feel inside that you don't have it, then don't go. But the really big players, the players that want to make it and want to stay at the top, they have that fire inside them that once they come calling, they say, yes, I will grab it with both hands. An example in the reverse is Berardi, who every time a big team called him, he said, no, 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 let me stay one more year. Let me stay one year. He didn't have it. He doesn't have it to be a champion. He's a very good player. He's perfect for Sassuolo. 
I'm just saying that there's Adam, a level to it. Adam, and if you have that inside of you, you do it. Adam Bernadeschi, if you look on the... But a player like that, I would argue, I would argue, yeah. never really had it to be at that I top I don't think level. so. I think uh, Bernadeschi had a lot of hype with him, similar to with the Chiesa thing. And when he went there, he, he was expected to fulfill bigger potential and he never really fulfilled that. Well, Chiesa and maybe staying one more thing, season though. at Fiorentina could have done it. Not saying it's like it's different from every single person, but sometimes Listen. you need that year, sometimes you don't. It depends. Mike, let me just give you my five I don't, cents do you think this. Do you think Bernadeschi, if he stayed one more year at Fiorentina, would have become a great player? No. I don't think so either. I, I think we're just I think, assuming. No, no, but, never know, no, no, no. Of course you know. You just look at the player and you see it's how not, he responds. Because if you don't respond in the moments that it calls, no, he's right. had enough time. No. It's not like he had one bad season at Juve and they, they dropped it's, him. I don't think it's black or white like that. No, it 100% is. 100%. You either have it or you don't have it. Listen to me. First of all, talking about Vlaovic, Rocco and Joe Baron. They, when the offer, if the offer they come and when they offer they come, they're gonna, they're gonna, of course they're gonna look at the offer and then they're gonna see how many years of contract this we're, kid has. But we're past that. We're not, yeah. we're not talking about Fiorentina's perspective. We're just talking we're about Vlaovic. General. That's what I'm saying yeah. to you. Uh, we're discussing about Vlaovic. So this kid here is, if he, if he commands the sixty million dollar, like you say, and according to Rocco and and, and Joe, that with those sixty million dollar they can make the team better. They're probably gonna sell it. Okay, knowing that the, the player is really, he, he really wants to go. But if the player wants to stay. The $60 million can just be considered as, hey, thank you for the offer, but, but the, the player wants to stay over here, <coughs> we'll keep it. Because Caetano <laughs> said it right before. I said, Rocco doesn't need the money. Rocco is somebody that loves the game of soccer. And it's not there trying to, uh, to make a big the, buck um, and, and flip the team right away. The only issue with that is, uh, let's say he has uh, two more years on his country. I don't know. Uh, I'm not saying I'm just making this up. But let's say if he has two more years on his contract, uh, next year they're gonna make a big decision, and then also if he comes in with an offer with a lot of money, can Fiorentina afford to pay his salary? Uh, because Fiorentina has got a budget, and the budget is, I think, what Rocco said was 90 million. So that's what they go go all the up to. So then they cannot afford somebody to to pay somebody six, seven, eight millions. You know, they get to the two, three, three million dollar range, four million, and that's it. So that's also an issue for the future. For you, if Bernadeschi stayed another year at Florence, do you think he becomes no, a great player? No. But one thing I have to say, going back to Mike, when he went to Juventus, some uh, I was there for the interview. I was there. I was present for the first interview. We were, uh, we were um, here. I was with Juventus. And uh, they, they thought that he might get the number 10. In fact, we were all waiting the next day to see what number he would get. And uh, the talk at night was, uh, will he get number 10? So there was some kind of hype about Bernadeschi. 100%. And, I remember. You know, that he could I be this. Uh, yeah. And then the next day, I think he got number 33, <laughs> or whatever he got. <laughs> yeah, and they was said, never you know, getting the number 10. You know, and he said, you know, were you expecting the number 10? And the, so but the yeah. some play, some of the um, the journalists, they did ask that Yeah, that but question. just because a journalist asked so, it doesn't mean there's any base to that. Okay, so, Berna so Bernadeschi... Let's say if we would have gone to uh, going to Juventus, he could have become I don't know somebody like Chiesa. Chiesa went there. Mm -hmm. I mean, some people said, and I think you even said he's going to sit on the bench. Mm -hmm. Chiesa is going to sit on the bench. They but, said he needs one more year. Right, Chiesa, he did step up, even though yesterday now, but during the season he's been a good positive for Juventus. I mean, he did step up. Bernadeschi did not. Bernadeschi went down, Chiesa went up. So, and those are basically, um, uh, you know, more or less, we are in that uh, same category. Chiesa's 23, just, by the way. 
There's just two so, types. So there's just two a types. Years older. There's he's one. He was one year older when he had to make the decision. Vlaovic is twenty one. He was twenty two. Yeah. So there's one year of a difference. Okay. One year. But but I'm just saying that there's just two types of players, like you said. Right. You either have it or you don't, right. and that's it. And and for me, it's too much of a risk. If I was a player, if I'm a player, and I would have that fire inside of me to play at the top level, you never risk staying one more year over there. Because now there's kids that are 16, 17, 18, 19 that are playing in Champions League and dominating at Champions League. It's no longer, you're 21, it's time to step up. You don't have to wait till you're 25, 26, because mm-hmm. then you're already way past it and yeah. your kid's 10 years younger going there. Anyway. I just want to say, yeah, we have a quick, uh, before we go into something else, uh, our Manscaped sponsor, I just want to uh, say, as a John, with a quick donation, uh, thank you for that. He said, would you rather take Keen or Vlahovic? They're both strikers. They're ooh, both 21 years old. That's a tough question. Uh, so it's Keen, a very good Keen, question. Pick, nah, Keen's got no talent. I mean, he's got oh, some good on. skills, but no talent compared that's to That's a really good it question. Is, it, I, th- I think Vlahovic is more of a gamble. Mm. Keen, you kind of know what you get in really? a sense. He's more, like, he's been around longer, but is what Keen's I mean. never scored 21 goals that's in Serie but that's why I'm he's still a work in progress. Keen, what, he had to score less than six in Serie A. So but PSG is doing good. Yeah, yeah not 21. Many? 21 is on a different level. But Keen, and also with Fiorentina. But Keen, that's even harder. Keen, that's yeah. even harder than at Juve. Keen's been around longer and he's at the same age. How old you got to Both same, same age? age. Same age. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so it's interesting. I love Keen. I do prefer Keen. But to say Vlaovic is more it's of a gamble tough. is kind of weird for me. Because it's 20, one season. Yo, is what when I you meant. get 20 goals and over, that is that is a oh, really. Yeah, easy that's a hard goals. season. No, yeah, for sure. 100%. 21 goals in Serie A is not easy, Mike. So you would say Vlaovic? Oh, by far. Vlaovic, who do you say i'll go against the green i'll say keen no what do you say vlaovic vlaovic wow it's hard it's really hard I, I would say clean keen i'll give keen the, the nah. benefit of the doubt that's a great question he, that's very, a great question you gotta understand keen played in champions league he played in numerous clubs so he played for his national team has he even broke so, t- has he broke 15 goals i mean i could check i know a PSG, this season he's doing pretty good but he's been around longer i'm not saying anything you know but it's tough it's he's tough been around longer and he's never broke 15 goals i don't think he's broke 15 goals in a season that kind of plays against him, and I love and I chose Keem, but I'm just being I, fair. I get double. I get double. I'm being fair. He's never been a starter. No. Yeah, Vlaovic is a starter. Fair. That's fair. They were he also playing at, at different Fiorentina teams. Too. I mean, it's but wait, at, wasn't Verona. he at Elves Verona? Yeah, he played at Verona too. He was at Elves Verona. He was. Yeah. Listen, one thing. Check. I, check on one, uh, one, one thing that I, I will advise. I love that question. That's one thing a really that good I will question. advise Vlaovic to stay in Florence is this is the main reasons I said in Florence. All the services that they're going to go deep, they go through him. In other words, everybody's looking for him to do some damage. The vast majority of the other Fiorentina plays as, a hand, as, the, as the hand line going to Vlaovic. If Vlaovic wound up uh, uh, playing for Juventus or for AC Milan or for Inter, he's going to be sharing the, the, the number of balls that are going to be arriving into the box and he's going to try to do the best of it. Uh-huh. So right now, if he's scoring 20, 21 goals, it's because everything is going through him. He's the, he's the point man. He's the light into, into the middle of the the box so that's what they're doing that's why i, I and uh, i actually highly appreciated the fact that this guy here he's got he's got a lot of talent and skills because in Serie A, with all the defensive uh, you know setup that they have it's not easy to score 21 goal mm-hmm. so uh, i would say to him stay one more year over there and then uh, if you if uh, Rocco and, and Joe Baron they put you a couple other players and they implemented the, the you know the, the squad of Fiorentina to the point that you can compete for uh, for the Champions League or for the UEFA then uh, you should be staying in Florence before we go a... before we go on to the Milan Juve game which Antonio is very hyped up for Manscaped is sponsoring our podcast we got a little ad right now so Mike play that ad and we'll see you in a few seconds cool. all right boys we have news for you this show is brought to you by manscaped.com. We had to interrupt this news and bring you the special 
product that oh, just yeah. arrived. They have just released moments ago. We're one of the first people. IFTV is one of the first people to get the new lawnmower 4.0. And they're hooking you up because you could get it first. Use code IFTV. You get 20% off. Not just 20% off. What else you got? Plus free shipping. 20% off will be for the for the regular guys. For the, the basic, amateurs. But not for the IFTV fans. You get 20% off and free shipping using code IFTV. Get this amazing product. Mike, tell them some of the this features as I as I show how you use this First over of all, here. guys, if, for this. some reason, if you didn't get the 3.0, even better. You got to get the 4.0. All the cool kids are using it. It's true. I mean, we're using it. I think that's more than enough. It looks beautiful. I, and I think we're pretty cool. It does look. <laughs> Speak, Mike. Mike. But you're, you're doing great. If you're, if you're a cool kid or if you're someone like Antonio, you could definitely be using something like this. Marco, some new features is the ceramic blade and skin safe technology, the new multifunction on and off switch. For people that love traveling, we all know we live in a crazy world. We can't be traveling like we want to. But when we do travel, Manscaped 4.0 has got your back. Look what it says, Mike. It says it's yeah. a whole new balls game. Yo, I, I like that. that. Their marketing team, Yo, it's unbelievable. It's, uh, it's unbelievable. It's great. It gets me every time. But Marco, also, we got the flashlight on here that people love so much. So they continue with that. They continued for the, with the waterproof, so you can do it in the shower. You know, the that's best, the best place. To best use place it. to do. It. That's yeah, what I'm it's saying. Easy you clean. You gotta carry over that feature and the new wireless charging over here, guys. How we're living in 2021 charge? over here. It's like our phones. Uh, yeah. <laughs> to be honest, they said some scientific terms, but we're not smart enough to know what it is. All Again, we know is it. All we know is it definitely does work, and it's dope. 4.0. Guys, go and get this. This one specifically, as you guys have requested. Nobody here. I shouldn't say nobody likes Ryan, but but they really don't. They don't. So we're gonna try to help Ryan out. You know, every we all have a road to recovery, right? We all sometimes we start out bad and then we yeah. find the way forward. I think Manscaped will be the start to Ryan's journey to getting to getting Manscaped open, number one. Open. So this is going towards him. This is going to him. Uh, guys, go and use it. Twenty percent off. Uh, code IFTV plus free shipping. Just they, they help support IFTV. They keep the show running. They support the podcast. They love Antonio. They love his ads. Um, so guys, make sure you go do that. And now let's go back to the show now. Okay, guys. Uh, thanks for the little break, Manscape. Again, thanks for sponsoring this podcast. And we are back. I got that. I think you want to say something quick about it. We I all know had we, a chocolate break, yeah, by the way. Did. I'm we trying to scarf off. it down really quickly so I can talk normally. <laughs> No, I just saw, I didn't realize, they sign for the groin grooming. That's a very delicate area. <laughs> so you wanna, you have to have the best to in order to... Uh, no scratch. Oh, you, can, you, know? you can trust this product. No and, scratch, my friend. And, uh, uh, and this is the product that you can trust, you know, because I use it already. You so did it's it? good. Yes. <laughs> what, what about you? <laughs> What, you want me to show it to you? We trust your word. We trust your word. I used it. Of course I used it. What do you think? I'm kidding. Milan Juve. Anto. Mm. Start us off. Congrats. Uh, Congrats on the Listen. Win. You deserved it. Uh, I deserved it. I mean, AC Milan deserved it. I mean, I was hoping for... Uh, yeah, for you didn't uh, do anything. <laughs> I, I was hoping not to lose the game, and uh, likely uh, we didn't lose the game, and... Uh, you know, looking at looking at the the, the performance on the field, uh, I didn't watch the first half because uh, I was coming back from a plane in New Jersey, and then I took a shower. I, uh, then I uh, was here for the last five minutes of the first half, and I, I enjoyed watching the second half. But the game was 
a still a very tense game until uh, right after uh, the AC Milan miss of the penalty. The, I, I started to get a little nervous, but uh, nevertheless, AC Milan came through in a big way. I, I, Juventus was uh, was not the team that he played. Uh, he played the first game against AC Milan because Juventus uh, he dominated the game, especially with the Dybala uh, uh, making the assist for Kiesa and Kiesa scoring two goals. That that I said, you know what thing that struck me? I saw Kiesa against AC Milan. The first game was coming on the right hand side. Uh, uh, this time here, it was uh, it was coming from the left. That was kind of weird. Why why they played him on the left uh, uh, this game, and he was playing right on the first game. This is what uh, uh, you know was kind of uh, intriguing me. And then it, it was substitute substituted for Kulusevsky. Kulusevsky, right? He came in for Kesa. But uh, the main the main thing I think Isimlan dominated the midfield, and the midfield was uh, the major uh, factor that Juventus did come true because this uh, Bernard not Bernardeski, what's his name? Uh, um, the young kid from Uruguay, uh, um, oh, Betancourt, yeah, he had a very bad game. Normally, I like the kid, but uh, he didn't have a good game. Cuadrato didn't have a good game either. And uh, um, the, the young American over there, uh, McKinney. yeah, McKennie didn't. Uh, I didn't see him uh, uh, at the stop. So when you take those three guys out of the equation, Ronaldo was trying to, uh, to do something, but uh, he didn't uh, have much to, uh, you know, he didn't, he didn't get a lot of balls and uh, whatever he had, and he, he just mis- he misplayed the balls. How much do you love Tomori? Uh, it's not a leader of the defense, but it's by far, by far, I'm going to say by far a lot better than uh, than Romagnoli. Romagnoli has always been a bust for us. If Romagnoli was playing on AC Milan, the guy, he feels the tension of the game and he just makes so many stupid mistakes. And we paid a big price to Roma, thanks to Romagnoli for, uh, for uh, we lost a few, many, many, many points that uh, I, I will attribute. I will point the finger at him. So Anto, you okay? You'd be happy to buy tomorrow if you guys uh, make the Champions League? He's asking, it's going to be around 30 to 40 million. That's how much Chelsea want. Listen, Would you be okay? uh, listen, it's not about the uh, whether, whether we're going to buy, whether we're not going to buy. Uh, whether if the team has got en- enough money and Elliot comes up with the money, definitely I'd like him to stay because, okay. uh, you know, I will just give Romagnoli up in a heartbeat. So uh, we wow. understand that. Huh? Yeah, so, I, that I will definitely keep it. Uh, I will definitely keep it. Congrats to Milan. I, I think you guys deserve the win. You you really came out there with with a fight that none of us really expected. I think the max that we were saying was really a tie for Milan in this game. Mm-hmm. Even you, you were saying that you would be happy to have gotten a tie. I said a tie of one nothing because of a, we needed Juventus. the points. No, for us. No, 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 no. no, no. no. You never said uh, you whatever. never said a Milan win. Yeah, I didn't hear that. You, no, no, I mean <laughs> maybe it was he on said camera. in his head. He said it was on camera. Purely on fire. Yeah, 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 yeah your song. What was your song? <laughs> na 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 na. Pure is on fire. <laughs> I feel bad for the people listening with earphones. Your eardrum just exploded. Uh, fire that is gonna be fired. No, or? this was a chant that a Simulan uh, player they started, but then it, it, Peter, that, that that jerk that sits on your on your chair once in a while, he comes off uh, with uh, Inter is on fire or Milan is on fire. They were singing Pioli's on fire. Yeah, they were Pioli's doing it to mock yeah, yeah. As a joke. To mock it. To mock it. To mess around. So to mess like, around with us. So that. now we are, uh, we try to, uh, to push you know, back to, a little bit, right? Screw it back to them. <laughs> bastards. Yeah, so congrats on the win. Uh, Milan definitely deserved it. Juventus were just non-existent. Uh, probably one of the poorest performances. I, I've said this maybe a few times now, but probably one of the poorest performances in the past decade uh, from Juve. Just completely non-existent. I don't think there's anyone that you could really, you know, save. I thought Delete was was playing a really good game, but obviously he can't do everything on his own. Just a, a lot of so many different problems. And and that's, that's where I go back to. I know everyone, it's very easy to just say, oh, this player is a problem, you know, or Pirlo's a problem, or, you know, Paratici's a problem, or Ronaldo's a problem. 
But when you really look at it, it's a combination of, of different things and different aspects that are leading to the downfall of Juve. And this was just a game that you should not have lost uh, under any circumstances, especially in the way that you lost. I think the only shot on target came really late into the match. Maybe in the 80th minute, they had their first shot on target. They just had no clue where to be. They had no clue what to do. Uh, lack of ideas, lack of inspiration, lack of challenging. I know even at one point when, when Milan were up 1-0 or 2-0, we were looking at the way Juventus were pressing, where, where the front line was running towards the ball. You would have bet that Juventus were winning the match with the intensity that they have. And that's just simply not acceptable from, from a team that not only is expected to win the Scudetto, which we knew they were not going to win. Some of us knew that they were not going to win the Scudetto. But you have to qualify for Champions League. You have to. It's okay. It's okay if you want to think there's transition. You know, you wanted to try uh, Andre. You wanted to try a new coach. You needed to revamp. It was a difficult summer, whatever. But Champions League is what you need. You let can't me, be out of Champions League. Let me pick on what you just said because there's a lot of topics that you put into the into the mix over there. The last person that I would put the blame on is Pirlo, and I'll tell you the reasons why. I've been saying from the very beginning of the year that Juventus, Juventus starting the campionato with the, with the Chiellini again as a part of the squad, Bonucci, and an older defense. I'm telling you, even Buffon, if Buffon was the leader of the team in a game like this where you need to actually win, it should be on the goal. Two uh, out of those three players did not play yesterday. But that's what I'm saying. So, so what, what does that tell? What do they matter in it terms of It does matter because they don't belong into the Juventus. They're too old. They but don't the 11 players that were on the pitch... Two you, out of the three that you just said that are the problems didn't even play yesterday. You should have start. You should have start to build up the game when Pirlo came on board to get couple a couple very good defender, and that's the reasons why you lose. Because right now all the blame goes to the midfield. Once the defenders come through and the ball they don't go through, and the midfield even though it's not performing, believe me, Juventus finds always the way to scores. When you have a weak defense like that and somebody's going through the defense one time, two times, or three times, this defense is the problem. Forget about the rest. When you play under pressure that you have to make up for the goal that you're, you're receiving, the defense gets a lot more pressure than the midfielder and the forward. Because, the, 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 you know, I, I call the midfielders and the forward the safety roles. Because uh, they don't score as it are. We try. When the defense does not come true, they say, hey, we have a bunch of losers. That's what they tended to blame to, to shift all the blame on the, on the defense. You guys played with a very weak defense or very old defense, and you should have got rid of this long time ago. Uh, well, uh, I was just going to say quickly, uh, Anto, I think it's more than just uh, one thing. Uh, Pirlo, I think, uh, had a very questionable uh, decision-making this whole season. Uh, pretty much, he yeah, has the same squad as last season, so you don't expect this. I thought... I'm really disappointed in Juventus. I thought I, I was going to see some hunger from them, some determination. It looked like they won the Scudetto by 15 points instead of Inter, and they were just chilling. There was no hunger from them. A game that they had to win, and now they're sitting in fifth place. Uh, now that I said that, uh, yeah, all the credit of Milan. Milan won 3-0. You know, on paper, it looks crazy. It's pretty much, you know, you don't expect them to win that. And... I know you didn't expect it. No, I mean, you didn't expect it. You didn't didn't expect it. Milan, yeah, they played better than Juve, but Juve were like nothing. They like rolled over them, basically. Juve just laid out the rug, and Milan pretty much had their way with them. Um, But uh, even though players like Zlatan didn't show up for Milan, you would say, uh, I feel like he's so important. Just just his voice, him being a leader. There's a quote here from Ben Acer. Before the game, too, uh, you can see Zlatan huddled. He had an, a nice team talk with uh, with Milan. Ben Acer, afterwards, he said um, uh, what Zlatan uh, told the team. He said, when you have a player like Zlatan who tells you that you must die for the team, you give 200%. 
So I feel like Zlatan, yeah, even though from the beginning of the season, Milan uh, looked like uh, they'd be fighting for the Scudetto, not doing that much, but when uh, when push came to shove, they really put their foot down and a, a must-win game, they won it convincingly like that. It's not guaranteed that they're going to get top four, but they're definitely on the right path to, uh, to fight for it. And Juventus, again, I don't know what the problem is with them. And against Inter, if they keep this up, I cannot, I, I don't see them winning. I Listen, see Mike, Mike, Mike on a game situation, don't forget that yesterday Juventus, before the game, was still in second place. So all of this yeah. criticism about Pirlo, it's a bunch of BS. It's not just him, it's a whole team. Like so I said, what like I'm saying, okay, you can have a bad game, you can have a bad game. Go ahead. What do you think? No, I think it's that uh, AC Milan had a perfect game yesterday. They really played mm -hmm. well. Uh, they found that this guy, Diaz uh, Ibrahim, uh, he found uh, a place in this team. Uh, he found uh, the right position. He did play the, uh, a good game. And uh, Ibra, he seems like he always has uh, a, a leg into it. Even uh, uh, if he plays or if he doesn't play, he gets hurt. And what happens? He goes out of the game and the replacement... Um, Rebic. Rebic, the guy, he scores a an beauty. unbelievable goal, which he didn't even hit it with uh, with the shoelaces, you know, with the instep. He hit it from the side. Uh, that that ball went. I mean, it was uh, you couldn't a stop that power, ball. So yeah. Ibra had always something to do with uh, with the winning of uh, AC Milan. As far as uh, Pirlo is concerned, mamma mia, the guy seems he's so scared. He seems so uncomfortable on that bench, uh, you know, on the side of the, uh, oh, oh, the sidelines. Oh, on the sidelines, and, and they say that the team is a reflection of the coach. I mean, he has no charisma. He he he, he never says anything. He looks like so depressed. The, the guy is unbelievable. I I, I think. You know, and then he goes to the press conference after the game. He is always uh, the same way, uh, with the same tone. He's got no life into him. Uh, you know, he he's got it. He's got it. When the team needs something, you know, he has to put the team and and, and push them. Sh shake them up a little More bit. You know, I see some of the coaches. You know, sometimes they take the shirt, they take the jacket, like they throw it on the floor, yeah. they're screaming and they're yelling. And they, the, this guy is always over there with He's the same silent. face, silent. I mean, he, yeah. come on, he's got no personality as far as a, a coach is concerned. Now, who put it on over there? Did Paratici put it over there? So he he gets most of the blame, I think. I mean, they. Juventus did not have a project after Allegri. When Allegri left, he said he needed five, six players. Okay? He was right. Okay? So what did they do? They got Sarri. They got Pirlo. What was the project after Allegri left? There was no project. And who's the head of the project? Is it Paratici? Okay. Then he's got to get some of the blame for this. Because this team has got no creativity. It's got no idea. It's got no way. The way they play soccer... It's, uh, it's predictive. So, you know, w what happened? Some of the response, nobody, none of the players, maybe a, a little bit of delict, none of the players improve under Pirlo. Hello, you the coach. You know, some of the players and some under some of the coaches, they improve. They improve a lot. And we were talking about Blaovic. We could talk about this guy, Brian uh, Diaz. And we were talking about, you could talk about Lukaku, you could talk about, you know, some of these players, all of a sudden, Ericsson, you know, they became a better player, and that's all has to do with coaching. Not Ericsson. Huh? Not Ericsson. 
I'm stopping this narrative that Conte fixed Ericsson. Well, I'm just saying. Well, he's Sorry, playing. I don't. I don't want to take off your. Okay, but, but he's. He, I a mean, great player. It's on him. Okay, but the guy was not playing. Not even one minute, and all of a sudden he started he wasn't playing. Playing one minute at Conte's Inter. Mm-hmm. Lukaku. The other examples you great. You gave are great because they were bad at their other team, and then they became really good players. Okay, but this well, guy. Anyway, Sorry, just keep going. So uh, the um, but Pirlo. But Pirlo did with this team, you know, he did not show any improvement, any improvement on any of the players. So now, you know, where do you go from here? Uh, You need something right away because uh, uh, you need to make uh, into the top four. I mean, you're not that far away. You got a couple of tough games coming up. But usually uh, when that happens, Juventus... uh, uh, as a way of coming out of the character and the history and mm-hmm. the name comes out of it. That's why I, I told you, you know, the, the Juventus is going to come out and it's going to play some a couple of good games. I mean, the Ro- Ronaldo was uh, everybody that played yesterday, except maybe a little bit delict. There was nothing there. And the other thing about Pirlo is you have a player like Dybala. You have a player with is the most uh, he could be the most creative player that you have you let him play 10 minutes mm-hmm. i mean you put him at, at 10 minutes in that game and when he came in he had a couple of shots mm-hmm. he's only he, on doing something yeah he was yeah. dangerous in the last 10 minutes that he played mm-hmm. so that's what i'm saying you know uh, i criticize him because he should have been there from before so those are the things about pirlo that you know that uh, now uh, the question that i would like to ask really a yes or no answer with a different coach will Juventus have been in a better place 100% nope 100% nope. okay to me no alright come so on not, not winning the league if that's really no, no, no different not place league, not struggling for least, Champions League at least to qualify without suffering until the last game for Champions League Gaetano they pretty yeah. much had the same team as last season but I don't want to blame it on Pirlo though. like I said but they shouldn't be struggling for Champions me, League spot they should safely quote. have a let Champions League spot let me remind you of one quote Sarri, after he got sacked from Juventus, he told the management, these players are untrainable. Everybody here said, that's ridiculous. They have great players. All I'm saying, that's what Sarri said. Looking back, meaning, we see... Meaning which player? Not he, all of them. Uh, Anto, just read into it. He's not going to say which players, okay. but he's saying this group of players as a whole the are leaders, untrainable. So if Sarri stayed uh, for an extra season, what, you think he'd be fighting in fifth place right now? Uh, They'd be, be fighting be for Champions League. They'd be fighting for Champions League. Okay, but would, they wouldn't be in the position okay, they would now. now points difference, I don't know. I'm not saying but it doesn't point matter. right now. It doesn't matter. It's, fifth, it's avoiding the problem. It's avoiding the problem, which is not, it's not the coach. It's not the coach. Yes, we could say no, the, there are definitely aspects where won. I agree with you, where I was screaming at the TV to make a change, to make a sub earlier, because if something's not working, uh, Dybala, like you said, is the most creative player, so you might as well just throw him in. You can't give the guy 10 minutes. In the 55th minute, it was obvious that it wasn't working. And that's already enough time, in my opinion, for you to make your assessment on your team. And it's better to just act quick and make those subs. So I I do blame, I do think that he should have improved in that aspect. Now, let me ask you, what do you do at this point? The rumors this morning, which which are are false now, it's not going to happen. They were saying that maybe Tudor was going to come in and finish off the last three games of the season. Um, they yes. already said that they had the meeting. They said, no, we're going to keep Andrea for the rest of the season. Um, and next year, they'll go for Allegri or Zidane. That's according to Gazeta dello Sport. Your opinion, what needs to happen for Juventus? Is it 
for wait, you didn't answer your question. What, what would Juventus have done? With oh, it would have been better. Absolutely, they would be in the Champions League without fighting until the last game. 100%. If they had Sadi, if they had another coach, yeah. if they had a, if they had a better coach, Sadi. Yes. I didn't say Sadi. I'm asking you, Sadi. No, I was. I I said another coach. I didn't say Sadi. I'm asking you He's, with Sadi. With Sadi, I, I was not a, a big fan of Sadi. Um, but if they, if Allegri was there, they would definitely not uh, f- uh, waiting. They wouldn't have won the championship, but they would not be waiting until the last game to to see whether they're going to the Champions League. Definitely not. I'm I think that showed the inexperience that that Pirlo had in coaching. Uh, does Juventus qualify for Champions League? Uh, Juventus is going to qualify. So that means AC Milan is out because no, we have the worst one. No, no, we no, have no, the worst one. No, there's also and Atalanta technically. But it doesn't matter. Napoli's got the easiest three games. That's what they said about Cagliari, but they ended up dropping two points against. Well, 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 there's no easy game. The fate is in the fate is in the other. Fiorentina is not an easy game now. No, definitely not. Fiorentina beat Juventus. Fiorentina beat. The Lazio uh, 2-0. You know, beat Lazio. We're fighting for Fiorentina is not, uh, yeah. not going to be an easy game. I told you Lazio was out, though. Yeah, but out. Lazio. I, I, I didn't believe Lazio because I don't believe in the Inzaghi's. You, you know, both of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Inzaghi did something. Inzaghi, Inzaghi's. When, when it comes down to the nitty-gritty, when they have to, there's a problem, they don't know how to solve the problem. The I'm whole, sorry. I like how you say the whole family, too. The Inzaghi's. <laughs> He's just the whole the family tree. The dogs. <laughs> and everybody. They all give up. Uh, are you Benavento's in? Did you see the the, the yeah. Direttore Sportivo? Yeah, I saw that it was a disgrace. First of all, he was out of line. Uh, you you don't do that, and uh, that was not a penalty. Okay, the guy made a mistake. He made a mistake, but that was not a penalty. He when he got uh, he, his the 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 foot that was behind, he dragged this foot all the way to the ground and tried to go look yeah. for the leg, the other guy's yeah. leg, and then follow. Come on, the, give me a break. That for, was not uh, that was not a penalty. For context, we're talking about the video. Uh, Benevento's sporting director went up to the What's referee. His name? Foggia? Foggia? I don't know. The referee <laughs> in the. The referee was in his car, and the sporting director went up to his car and told him, "You have a dirty conscience." After the Benevento Cagliari he's, game, he's, he said a lot of a lot yeah. of things. He was screaming at him for for quite even some time. even more context. Vergognati, hai la coscienza sporca. Bravo! At the time, don't, was, they don't even need to watch the video anymore. They got it. <laughs> at the time, it was two one, and Benevento could have had a penalty in I believe the eighty fifth minute to equalize. Right. They right. checked VAR and they didn't give it, and that's where the battle yeah, happened. So, right. But they, they was against uh, Mazzoleni because Mazzoleni's been involved in a couple of games mm-hmm. uh, and uh, a few controversial games. I think the week before, he did allow a similar penalty and then this one he mm. called and said, you know, take a look at it again. So that's uh, where uh, this guy Mazzoleni came in from, from mm. the bar. Speaking about the teams that are going to Serie B, since we just spoke about Benevento, uh, we do have Empoli, who won the league. They won Serie B. And Salernitana, who today uh, also go up for the first time since, I think, 1980, 1998, something like that. Salernitana, we, we could look it up. Uh, was really funny. Shout out to Joey Barone. Uh, son of uh, Joe Joe Barone. Uh, he he plays for Salernitana. Yeah, right? Salernitana. He sent us a bunch of videos which we posted. Uh, I sent the, the they're going crazy over there in Salerno. Salerno yeah. So shout out to them. Congrats to them for coming back. What's really funny though is that Lotito, owner of uh, Lazio, owns both of these clubs, 
And obviously, there's a rule that you can't own two teams in Serie A. So he's got 30 days to sort this. He's got 30 days to sell the team. Maybe he's going to take all the best players from Salerno. He's going to bring them to Lazio. And then I said, okay, now you can come up. And then I'm selling you. That's it. He's got to sell the club in 30 days, guys. <laughs> I saw I saw funny. I saw some funny tweets about it, who he's going to sell it to. It put his cousin as... Uh, his son, uh, he, I guess he can put somebody. Hey, else. De Laurentiis, I don't know got, De Laurentiis this... owns Bari and they own, they own the Napoli. So uh, if Bari all of a sudden comes in Serie A, what do you think is they're gonna they have do? to do the same thing? I don't know if your son can own it. It might no, have to I'm be a different name. I'm just saying the son. Yeah, you know, somebody who has a different name. Yeah, or he just changes. He gets a different alias and just you know, you know, change up Lotito. I'm sure Lotito is very creative. <laughs> 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 I agree. Maybe maybe agree. he'll put Tare on charge. That's it. The sport I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know why I do that. I mean, for the Lazio fan, uh, you know, I, I talked about Inzaghi. You know, Lazio has got the best midfielder in Italy. They got some great players. They got uh, a forward. They got a couple of forwards that are great forwards. They have, you know, they have a great team. But when it comes down, the you must win a game. They don't win the game. And I don't know what it is. The same thing happens to people in Zaghi. You know, he wins uh, he, he wins some games. All of a sudden, Benevento is jumping up and down. Benevento is over. So, eh? And then what happens? You know, he, he's, he's very in danger of going to Serie, to Serie B because there is, there is probably a problem in the team and he does not know how to solve the, it the problem in the Zaghi family right you want to say no there's a problem in a problem in the locker room and the issue there's a, there are issues if you lose how many games in a row they did they lose so I, uh, I think four or five in a row i mean mm. he hasn't had a point in the last month and what happens do you have a, a problem you need to solve this problem, problem. Come on, Zaghi, and, and he doesn't i don't think he knows how to solve the problem you know about those teams bother me so much you know why because then they they play their life out against the Juventus, right? They, did they beat Juventus or they they, they tied Juventus? I don't even yeah, remember they, they, this. Oh no, they beat them. They, they beat, beat them. Juventus, I think right? They beat them. Yeah, didn't yeah, they yeah. pick up four points out of six? I don't even the remember. The Argentinian guy point. scored at that. That's Whatever. why your father's so upset no, with that's Gonzaga. Not, but but that's not why. That's I, why. I just it annoys me because they're so motivated for that game where the, these teams do not realize. Why shouldn't be? And this is what I remember Mourinho said this years ago. There are more smaller teams that you have to win and focus on. They're more important. Because you get three points against the Juventuses, you get three points against all the other squads, all the other teams together. So I just I don't like those teams that have that mentality that they only play for like one game. Well, or, the big games. Well, right? Now that you mentioned Mourinho, mm. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Antonio's all Mourinho out from this week. Please oh. take take the lead on this. So, what a great story this uh, this Mourinho uh, since he uh, came to Italy. But look at the newspaper. This guy has been on the front page of a newspaper almost every day. They're talking about Mourinho. So whether you love him or you hate him, the guy, you talk about him. Mourinho uh, mania, baby. Yeah, and that's a good thing for <laughs> yeah. Roma. And that's a good team yeah. for Serie A. And that, not only it's a good thing for Serie A, but i tell you one thing. This brings Serie A to an international level because Mourinho has got fans in Portugal, in La Liga, in Spain, in the Premier League. He's got fans in Italy. He's got fans all over the world. So the Serie A, brings, he brings it up to an international level where people are going to watch him. Some people are going to watch because they love him. And some people are going to watch him because they hate him. But they're both watching. You know, but they're watching. I'm not going to watch him. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna watch it. You think gonna watch it. By the way, you, you said the newspapers are all dominated. So is IFTV. Our Instagram feed is dominated by Mourinho right now. Because I mean, it's good. Love him. Yeah. They love the, him. the guy's coming back out after 11 years. He's got personality. He's got charisma. 
you know, he could be arrogant at times, uh, but the thing is that, you know, he brings an, a, he's a clarinet yeah. and he demands respect. And that's what they, they uh, this, you know, that's what you need in Rome. You need somebody that demands respect. What makes you think and Mourinho came to Rome for, and, and with this for guy, the respect? This guy with, uh, with Mendes, who is his director of Sportivo, they both, uh, I believe they're Portuguese, mm -hmm. they're probably going to work together. And, uh, you know, Zaniolo is going to come back. He's looking like a beast uh, right now. You know, he's, he's going he's gonna to get a couple of players. You know, there are a few players, maybe they're from La Liga. They want to play for Mourinho. There's a few, a few players from La Prim, from the Premier that mm. want to play for Mourinho. He will get a player from me, a player from there. And he could make a, you know, he could make a, a very good team, I think, for Roma. You haven't given your opinion on this yet? Is it no. the first time? Yeah, the first wow. time. Yeah, we've we've been we've been very Mourinho heavy over here because we've been very excited. And we had Wayne on, who's a Roma fan. He even writes for Roma, uh, their website. He writes for their official website, mm -hmm. and uh, he he said the same thing too. Yeah. He's very happy with the move, and I, I think that we all are. We all are. Yeah, it's yeah. finally it's exciting. I think yeah. when we send it to you, you but, said finally that was yeah. your. your but comment. can you imagine next year if you have Mourinho, if you have Conte, if you have Allegri, if you have Spalletti, you know? And they all uh, in uh, in the Serie A, you know that that would be some uh, some Serie A. That would be some nice games. You don't want to miss a game. Yeah, you know if For this sure. if Allegri, Sarri, and uh, Spalletti can land a team in Serie A, we'll have some nice mm -hmm. some nice games next year. Mm -hmm. I don't want you to comment on on Mourinho. You've commented too yeah, much. Is there anything else that we missed? Is there anything else we missed? Or can I go with uh, Campo Basso? I, uh, just a quick thing about uh, the Paul. Mm. I mean, the guy, he got the ball 30 yards from the goal. He went through. He had three guys on. He, he went inside the area and, uh, and he scored a goal. I mean, this guy, he, he, well, we've been saying it a long time at IFTV. This guy is ready for a big team. What a nice player this, uh, this the Paul is. Anything else you got right now? That's, That's it. it. Wait, well, can I say one more thing about it? Can oh, I, I, to, I, it's a question to him, please. Please, what, how much you think Totti has into the the, the project of bringing Mourinho to Rome? Oh, no, He's not I don't, involved. I don't, I don't know any. I'm not sure. Totti's do you, do you think Totti is going to be asked? Uh, uh, is going to be asked to to give his five cents on on uh, what Mourinho I, I, I wants? Really he's not involved with Rome at all. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, know. I don't, I don't know. think he's involved, but I could be wrong. I no, don't think he's, he's involved. What does it say, Anto? It's it's a whole new balls games. It's a whole new. Pelotas game. I oh, like I love it. I love, I love that. that. I like that. Good job, Boy. Manscaped. Manscaped, thank you Can so much. Can we show it? Yeah, say, show it. Just don't drop it. Easy. Uh, man, no, no, just show the, your camera. Your camera. Mike, can I see it? I don't know. What I don't, if you have it backwards, yeah, I don't think I can see it. I just, I, I, shout out to Manscaped. Thank you for sponsoring us. Again, go get the Lawnmower 4.0. Uh, code IFTV, 20% off plus free shipping. Combo Basso, uh, guys, they tied this weekend, but so did the second place team. Combo Basso is now six points ahead in the Serie D table with seven games to spare. Uh, seven games left, I'm sorry. Uh, Serie C it's is common. getting closer and closer. We're starting to taste it. Easy. Are you tasting they it, got the binoculars. Easy. Are you tasting Easy. it? No, I'm not tasting anything. Until I'm the fat lady it. sings, we're not tasting anything. You're Scaramanti. We have a song coming up that we are preparing. First, we're going to have to sing it all together. I have already the lyrics. Give, give them a little. No, give them I'm a not going to give it up. No, it's not five seconds. It's bad luck. It's bad luck. It's bad luck. It's bad luck.
and I, I don't want to do it. Maybe the next one. If uh, if by next week we're still six point clear from the second, then I'm gonna see the old song. Oh, okay. 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 I All like right. That. I'm, I'm looking forward to it, guys. It's getting close. The journey uh, for anyone who's been following it for quite some time too. I think it's cool mm-hmm. because once we're gonna get to that city of Chi, then it's just gonna get really really fun. Uh, so stick with us for there, guys. We're done. No other, no other I just want, you didn't ask me about my Campo Basso. Well, you you told us last oh, time. Oh, I told you this. I just wanted to add congratulations on your today, congratulations. Today is an anniversary, anniversary of uh, 1987 when Napoli won their first ever Scudetto with uh, the god himself, Diego Armando Maradona. And something quick, uh, the Napolitani wrote on the, on the graveyard, the front entrance, they wrote, you don't know what you've missed. Miss so the people that obviously weren't what there. So it, it was just a Nothing. crazy. I'm gonna show something to your father before you close the podcast. If you guys never saw, is this watch, a podcast related? Watch a Maradona documentary oh, sort of, on sort of. uh, HBO. It's Wait, incredible. is it podcast related or is it not? Well, it Should is, I close well, the podcast? It is some. It's related to the to the Castella Mare del Golfo. I met a oh. very big tifoso of 